All right, Dave, you know our uh, good buddy, Dobie Maxwell? Oh, yeah, Dobie. Yeah. So Dobie uh, is, he's a, he calls himself a dented can. Like nothing ever seems to go right for Dobie, right? He's a comedian. We've right. had him on the show. We'll have him on a show, a show again. He's, he did a book with us. Just, he's one of the greatest storytellers I've ever met in my life. But he's he calls himself Mr. Lucky because everything goes wrong for him all the time. Right. So anyway. And yes. to be fair, sometimes he puts himself into some <laughs> positions that he could be unlucky with. But go on. That is true. <laughs> so yesterday he calls me up and he goes, I, I've got a new book. I want to pitch you. Uh, can I? Can we meet? And you know he lives in Wisconsin. Right. Um, and he really had a taste for Portillo's. So let's. He goes. All right. Let's meet at Portillo's. So he drives all the way down from Wisconsin. You know, I, I meet him in the in the restaurant. We walk up to the uh, front desk. We start to order. And the lady behind the counter goes, can I see your Vax cards, please? And I showed him mine. And Dobie's like, yeah, I'm from Wisconsin. I don't have that. And she goes, I'm sorry. I can't serve you. He goes, I drove all the way from Wisconsin so I can eat Portillo's. I'm sorry. We can't serve you. So Portillo's hates America. (laughs) It's just another example of poor Dobie. Do they serve fries with that communism, Rick? Anyway. Uh, Minutia Man is up next, but first listen to this other fine old pie show. So, Lou, what's the deal with horsepower? I mean, we don't use horses anymore. Well, we like horses, and that's how it started, so these are our new ponies. At least we're living in the golden age of horsepower and doing our best to enjoy it like we do on the Car Guys Report Informed Automotive. I'm Mark Vernon. I'm Lou Costable. Join us for the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. You really think you can feed like 700 horses, Mark? The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. So, you know. And we actually have a meatloaf story coming up later on, but you know, meatloaf died. Yeah, I heard of it. Yeah, I don't, I bet meatloaf hadn't been dead for three minutes, and I got a text from Dobie <laughs> with 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 you know funny meatloaf dead memes. You know, it's like he's. I'm envisioning like this whole. It, yeah, in an office with computer screens and comedians, and they're like, you know, producing this stuff instantaneously. You know, and meatloaf. Let's face it, easy target. You know, our 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 thoughts and prayers go out to his family. But if you know, yeah, direct message us, and we'll send you the memes because some yeah. of them are actually very. If you funny. don't, if you don't want people to make fun of you, don't call yourself meatloaf. <laughs> Tip number one. Yeah. But we'll be talking about meatloaf later, and we've got a lot of stuff going, Rick, oh, okay. so I think we should probably just get going. All right. right with that? I mean, yeah, let's anything else you want to say? Any other witticism or any story uh, I, that you I got? know. That's all I got. So what do you want to start with? Um, I, you know, I'm just going to start with this headline because I think it's a delicious headline. Okay. okay. Two Los Angeles officers fired for ignoring robbery to play Pokemon Go. <laughs> Two Los Angeles police officers were fired. I didn't realize my sons were police officers. <laughs> Two Los Angeles police officers were fired for ignoring a robbery call so they could attempt to catch a character in a game of Pokemon Go, according mm-hmm. to unsealed court documents. Louis Lozano, 
no relation to Tony Lasano, yeah. and Eric Mitchell were asked to respond to a robbery in progress with multiple suspects at a Macy's in Southwest LA, but they failed to respond to their radio calls. <laughs> oh, Louis, uh, Eric, are you there? Uh, an investigation revealed that Lozano and Mitchell heard the call, but chose to ignore it in favor of pursuing a, ner- a nearby Snorlax. <laughs> A, a Snorlax, a Pokemon character. Oh, my God. A vi- now, if it was Meow, I'd understand. Or, or, or Charizard. A, a video system in the, car's, in the pair's car revealed that Mitchell managed to capture the Snorlax, yay, before the pair drove to a location where the Togetic character had been spotted. So they blew off one robbery and they're like, well, we got some time. Let's go get Togetic, right? And on arrival, both Lozano and Mitchell managed to capture the Togetic. So they are capturing things, <laughs> right? just not the they're cops. You know, they're, they're making the busts, right? But I want to, uh, I want to tell you, uh, uh, they have a transcript here of what was transpiring, you know, during this. Uh, according to court documents, minutes after the officers were asked to respond to the Macy's robbery, Officer Mitchell alerted Lozano that Snorlax just popped up at 46th and Lemert. We gotta go. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then the other guy goes, or and then they go there, and then they see him with, you know, on the phone and everything. They like, got him, mother. Got him. <laughs> so, uh, and then they go and get the... So they go get the uh, togetic and then they end up. This is why people say defund the police. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's a joke. I don't agree with that. <laughs> so anyways, this actually happened in 2017 because I think Pokemon Go is or so. It's not quite right. as huge anymore, but, but yes. But they were suing because they thought that they were unfairly dismissed. Oh, yeah. Well, the yeah. court didn't agree and they're out of a job. But, you know, as a journalist, um, yeah. I did some research on the most inappropriate places before or people have played Pokemon, yeah. right? Uh-huh. And when I say research, um, I basically found a website that had this listed and I kind of okay. pasted it. Well, that's you know? fine. So I'm like an anti-vaxxer doing their own research. That, that's fine. Right. Um, so I've got some here and I've actually got some audio that I sent you, but here are the um, four most inappropriate places where people were playing Pokemon Go. Okay. okay? Uh, in September 2016, the Auschwitz-Birkenau oh, no. State Museum no. banned visitors from using oh. their smartphones to play Pokemon Go, saying it was disrespectful to the memory of the victims of German Nazi concentration extermination wow. camps. What was the character that was at Auschwitz? A Snorlax. A Snorlax. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a Ground Zero in, Hir- at Hir- in Hiroshima. Okay. Uh, in August of 2016, Hiroshima city officials released this statement due to the increase in Pokemon Go players. Cell phone usage will be banned at the Hiroshima Ground Zero Memorial. Okay. The character? You mentioned it? A Charizard. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, everyone knows Charizard. Here, I, I do have three sons that were way into Pokemon okay. at one um, point. A hospital delivery room. Oh, boy. In July of 2000. In fact, here. Don't say anything. Here's the picture. I'm going to show you the picture here. Okay. Very nice. Downloaded. <laughs> In July of 2016, Reddit user Jonathan Thoreau shared a screenshot of him catching a Pidgey while his wife was in the throes of labor. Oh, my God. Here's the photo. See, there's the Pidgey. You know, he took a screenshot, and there's his wife in agonizing pain right behind him. Do you see that? I feel a lot better about myself. Uh, right, right. No information on what character he caught during the divorce proceedings. Yeah. But my favorite one, and I sent you some audio, uh, It was this is July uh, in, of 2016. State Department spokesman John Kirby 
busted a reporter during an anti-ISIS coalition press conference at the White House. Yeah, now, and, th- and you should know, this guy is a former admiral, <laughs> all right, or, or, or general or something like that. All right, so I'm going to play it. Here you go. Bless you. As the secretary said earlier today, though, and I think it's an important reminder, you're playing the Pokemon. <laughs> It's an important reminder. We know this won't be easy. We recognize it's a challenge, and we're clear-eyed about the work we still have to do. This is why we convene this important ministerial, and we'll continue to work with our coalition partners to defeat Dash. Did you get one? No, no, the signal is not very good. Sorry about that. Yeah, the signal's not very good. <laughs> the guy's like... He, he, he so wanted to flip off this reporter. You, you can't see his face, but he's like, oh, yeah, the signal's not good. I, I'm sorry about that. He I got ISIS over here. He wanted to kill this guy. So, All right, well, uh, luckily that game is no longer as popular uh, as it I think you can still was. play. Yeah, no, well, we had one of those gyms. You had, like, battle stations or whatever, right, that you would... I don't know. I just remember my son, Sean, and his buddies, they would just wander the neighborhood looking for these things. So we had like a gym or something across the street from us where you would see all these people like. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. All right. Well, I have a story for you. Um, Name the cutest animal in the world. If you had to pick one. Wes, my dog. Well, other than Wes, you're Um, like, like, you know, maybe a kitten or. Yeah, or. Like a fluffy bear. Yeah. How about a koala bear? Oh, I love koala bears. Aren't koala bears the cutest animals in the whole world? Have you ever heard what a koala bear sounds like? Uh... Maybe a cartoon koala bear, but no, I don't like a real no, koala bear. Because I'm 58 years old. I've never heard uh-huh. what a koala bear uh-huh. sounds like. Uh-huh. And this week, for the first time, I heard a koala bear. And let me just say, I don't consider them cute anymore. Okay. All right. I'm going to play the uh, the clip here of a man going in to rub the belly Aww. of a koala. Yeah. Aww. Could there be anything cuter yeah. than that? Here we go. Burly boy. Burly boy. <laughs> need to enhance it that is real that's what the koala bear sounds like and that's a happy koala bear that's like like linda blair in the exorcist isn't that horrible all right i I have no story other than to say koala bears aren't that they're not that cute anymore as far as i'm concerned hey we got some reviews you want to hear yes i'd love to hear this is from cameron h uh on pod chaser and actually you can review us on many many places you can go to cast box i think it's called and certainly apple and pod chaser Stitcher, any of these places, please um, subscribe and review. These guys have decades and decades and decades of... Okay, Cameron, (laughs) ease up on the decades, all right? Necessary. Decades of experience, and it shows. Their report is seamless and fun, and they're full of interesting and hilarious stories from their past. Whether it's their take on wacky news stories, their brushes with celebrities, or clips from past interviews, the show is a great way to spend... 30 minutes. Well, thank you, Cameron H. Oh, that's nice. That is very nice. You, you, I thought you were going to mention the tweet we got this week from a Richard Trionf- Trionfo. Did you see this one? Mm-hmm. Um, I listened for the penis stories <laughs> and the Hitler stories, praying that there is never a Hitler penis story or the Internet will finally right. explode. And, and our <laughs> reply was challenge accepted. 
<laughs> I said the Holy Grail. <laughs> so thank you. Uh, we appreciate that. Now it is a time for another feature. Um, what do we call this one again, Dave? That'd be Studio Walls. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. So as the reviewer mentioned, you know, we sometimes we play clips from old mm-hmm. interviews. Um, and every week I sent Dave a, a list of all the stuff from our calendar, from the Rick and Dave archives. This year we're celebrating our 40th year writing and and creating so it really stuff is together. decades and decades it is and decades. I didn't want to I didn't want to <laughs> correct you. But yes, that's what it is. And this week, uh, there aren't quite as many as there are in some other weeks. But uh, these are the ones that Dave said no to. Uh, January 24th was Jennifer Flowers' birthday. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, she was the mistress of Bill Clinton. The only and, one, I'm sure. And we have audio of an interview with her uh, and John Landecker that I helped uh, put together. And it is priceless. Dave said no. Uh, it would have been or- Ernest Borgnine's birthday. Yeah. And we had a filmmaker on the show named uh, Jeff Krulik, who did an entire uh, series with uh, Ernest Borgnine called Borgnine on the Bus. That was almost, I was almost going to I thought for way. sure you yeah, were going to pick that yeah. one. But you said no. It's also uh, Joan Esposito's birthday. She's a local Chicago uh, radio and TV personality. And I have an interview of her. Uh, Dave said no. It's our good buddy Dane Placco's birthday yeah. this week. We've given Dane way too much. Bob. We have. Yeah. In fact, uh, I have so many clips that you probably yeah. just said, screw it. I don't yeah. want to do it. Yeah. Uh, but you did say this right, uh, yes to this one. And I was shocked because it's about me. Yeah. And you never pick the ones that are about me. No, I, I'm throwing you a bone. Okay. I appreciate it. Well, this week in, in 2015, I released a video with some of the highlights from my father knows nothing publicity What year tour. was that? 2015. It's crazy. I know. It's seven years. Wow. Yeah seven, yeah, seven years ago this week. And one of the things I did, I appeared on the uh, WGN-TV morning show, and they did a little interview with me, and I'm going to play about a two-minute clip of that right. interview uh, to give you a feel of what uh, my book, Father Knows Nothing, is like. Here we go. Well, it's not easy being a dad, and after reading this next book, you'll either sympathize with Rick Kemper or be glad you don't have children at all. It's called <laughs> Father Knows Nothing, and in case you didn't know... Rick is a well-known blogger, author, and 20-year Chicago radio veteran. He used to be uh, Steve Dahl and Gary Myers' producer. Yeah. So are they Rick, getting back together? To yeah, that's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> never going to happen. So, Rick, did you become a father for the first time after the age of 40? Is that right? Well, no, for the last time. For the last the time. Yeah. Okay. So you find that it's different well, I this was time old, around, right? Yes, I was an older dad Okay. the yeah. yeah. last time. And that's when I became a stay-at-home dad. So, you know, right when I'm getting age, when I'm aging, my children are very young. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes it different. And that sort of led to these very special games that you came up with. Well, yes. Which we could all learn something (laughs) from. The first one's called Hide. Hide, exactly. (laughs) My kids called it Seek, but I called it Hide. How does that work? Well, let's face it, they're not very good at seeking, right? So I had a little one, a three-year-old, and uh, I would find a good spot to hide. I'd bring a magazine with me, (laughs) maybe a cup of coffee, and then I'd hang out. An hour and a half of free time. Yeah, exactly. Daddy needs to rest. You know what I mean? Right. That's a great idea. I play that as well, yeah. And a similar premise to your next game, Teeter. Well, see, all right, so everyone tells me you got to take him to the park, right? Yeah. Let him run around. 
So I would take them to the park, but they'd always want to play with Dad still. Yeah. Yeah. Now you'd chase them, and Daddy gets tired. Yeah. So I totter, they teeter. Yeah. Uh -huh. right, so I sit on the thing, and physics is on my side. Right. I can make them teeter for as long as I need. There's another hour. <laughs> That's exactly right. You say you also use your stopwatch a lot with the kids. I do. Now, this is, my, this is actual advice. Okay. Right? So this is the one thing, if you're a parent, invest the five bucks, go to, go to a sports authority or something, sure. buy a little stopwatch. Then you can take your lawn chair outside, and you can start the timer, and you say, let's do time trials. Right. Let's see how fast you can run around the house. Right. Right. Now let's, you know, test. that's pretty good. Right. Now let's yeah. do 10 laps. Right. Let's see. <laughs> let's do the city block. It's exactly. Then you do the entire city. Exactly. It's got to be circular, though, so they yep. gotta, they got to come back to you. Yeah. Yes. Another hour. Yeah, that's right. I mean, these are brilliant ideas. Everyone's so, you know, touchy-feely yeah. about all their right. games Sitting where you have to sit and do crafts, but this no, is no. different. I'm way too tired for that. Yeah. Yeah. This, this game sounds man. terrible. Big helper? Big helper. <laughs> now, if you play your cards right, you're never going to have to fetch anything again the rest of your life, right? Ooh. Because you've got the big helper that can do it oh, for yeah. you. But you've got to word it correctly. You don't, you don't just send them out. You say, are you a big boy enough? to go get daddy his coffee and sugar right now? 12 pack. Are you a big boy enough to get the laundry upstairs? Yeah. yeah. You know, the, yeah. if you play your cards uh, right, yeah, yeah. you can take they care of it. Sell it as something they'd want to do. That's exactly that. right. That's, that's, yeah, that's it's a, it's a uh, from 2015. God, that's crazy. I know. Oh. Uh, and, and all those boys now are grown up. Yep. Sean, the youngest, is now in college. It's so sad. I'm looking actually the stack of books we have yeah. available at Eckhart's Press by the way oh that's right yeah it uh, is um, and the picture of Sean on the front yeah he's a little Just, kid yeah he's a little kid <laughs> anyway well we got a lot more show Dave give me a one sentence description of your next story uh, meatloaf okay you know I told Te you teased earlier in the yeah. show my story is about violating unicorns okay <laughs> Yeah, and it's as bad as it uh -huh. sounds. And we also have a celebrity story uh, coming up about uh, Pat Brickhouse, uh, the wife of Jack Brickhouse. Uh, so all that is still coming up. We'll be back in just a moment with those stories. <clears throat> a lot of anchors do that. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, it's a thing. <clears throat> Are you ready? Oh, boy. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Hi, I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. That was good again. What? That was good. No, we messed it all up. What's wrong? What? How? It was going good, and then it went south. No, it didn't. Well, if that went south, get, see what happens now. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Hi, I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. Back to you on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. I need an agent. And we're back. Um, we haven't had a Jenkins story in a while. You got the fire up the jingle, the jingle, the Jenkins jingle, Jeeves. When you're on the job and you're not doing it right. Jenkins! Time now for Dave to share stories of employee screw-ups. Jenkins! It could only be Jenkins! Jenkins! With Rick and Dave. Jenkins! So as we talked about earlier in the show, we lost a musical icon this week. Yeah. As you know, uh, the iconic singer Meatloaf passed away at age 74. Mm-hmm. On the same day, Weber Grill sent out an email blast with a recipe for grilling, wait for it, meatloaf. Whoopsie-daisy. Yeah. Now, more than likely, this was scheduled days, maybe weeks in advance. Yeah, you know? yeah I'm sure. So, the social media manager may not be an idiot, but had a pretty bad day. He had a bad day, right. yes. So, um, they sent out an apology, and I think 
they were generally sincere about it. Yeah. You know, it was, it, you can't do anything about it. Now, you would think that'd be the end of it, right? Uh-oh. You know, people had a nice chuckle and, and they'd move on, right? Yeah. I want to read a couple of tweets about this. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, this is from Gen X Jerry. All right. Okay. Weber's apology is offensive. <laughs> I'm so livid I can't see straight. They knew what they were doing are, and they are in it for the publicity. Never going to buy another Weber product ever. Oh, for crying out loud. Hashtag boycott Weber. I got another one. Phil Avanti tweeted, just another example of a clueless corporation run by the Caucasian patriarchy. Okay. <laughs> wow. You know how the when the right says that? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I think I'm yeah. definitely. And PJ McLean tweeted, I just started a GoFundMe campaign to raise funds for a class action suit against Weber for defamation of character. Hashtag Sue Weber. Wow. Woo. And I sent out two more meatloaf recipes. So there were now three meatloaf recipes. Okay. And Well, and two I, of them are probably pretty good. Well, I said, yeah, two out of three ain't bad. So, yeah, that is. That but, is you a, know, you look at these Twitch and like, really? I know. Come on. It's embarrassing. All right. I have a story that's not embarrassing. Well, all right. It's embarrassing. It's also a little disturbing, right? A man who engaged in sexual conduct with a pair of large stuffed animal toys at a Target store in no. Florida was sentenced sorry, today. Where? I'm sorry. At a, it, you know, in Florida. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Don't ask me for the jingle. I don't have it ready. <laughs> Uh, he was sentenced to six months probation after pleading no contest, et cetera. But you got to you got to hear this story, right? A meter, cops reported, initially took a stuffed unicorn to the children's bedding department, exposed oh. himself, and then took the unicorn and began a sexual motion, like the subject was trying to have sex with a unicorn. And if you ever tried that, unicorns are tricky because they got that <laughs> they got that horn. Right. I mean, so first of all, it's, it's if I had a nickel, <laughs> but listen to the description of him wearing shorts and a Star Wars T-shirt because, <laughs> of course, yeah, he is. Of course, he is. Meter yeah. then proceeded to the front of the store and picked up an Olaf snowman stuffed animal. Not Olaf. I know. From a display featuring Disney characters from Frozen and began having sex with the stuffed animal. And it was all on video. And actually, if you go to Smoking Gun, SmokingGun.com. Yeah. The video's on there. It's like the in-store video. It's very disturbing. It's very disturbing. Uh, the subject then finished having sex uh, with the stuffed animal and wiped it off. When confronted, cops say Meter admitted to doing stupid stuff and then admitted, you know, uh, yeah, I admitted he had nutted on the Olaf stuffed animal. Uh, yeah. you know. Now, that is so sick. First of all, that's not what they mean by stuffed animals. Uh, <laughs> right, right, right. That's not what they mean. Right, right. The, kids, kids. Um, I, uh, so when you sent me the story, I, don't, I haven't thought about this in years. Oh, um, no. All right. No, buckle, no, no. Buckle, I, buckle up, everybody. <laughs> so, as you know, in high school. We had a good run. How no, many, how no. many episodes have this we is had? Not, this is oh not about God. me. This is not about This better me. not be about Hubert, the, uh, the, the Harris Lion. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so, as you know, I was a bit of a pinball savant. Yes. In, DFS. In, DFS, right. Yeah. Um, and I spent a lot of time in arcades. Yes, okay. you did. Um, 
Let's just say I did all right with the from ladies. Soho down to Brighton. <laughs> right. I did all right with the ladies at high school. If I, well, of course, yes. So in the seventies, late seventies, I don't know if you remember this. There was a Playboy pinball machine. Do you remember? Yeah. I mean, you've probably seen it. Yeah. Well, whatever. It's Hugh Hefner. Okay. Yeah. With, I have never seen it, but I can. Yeah, I can exactly. Visualize it. And, it, right. and it's all you know. It's pinball art. It's like yeah. cartoons, right. basically, right? Um, and all the women are, you know, very buxom. You know, oh, sure. And, you know, and they. Yeah. They were, you know, as far as pinball women went, pretty hot. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. But there was this kid that I went to school with. Oh, okay. No. I wasn't really friends with him, but we would, you know, see each other every once in a while uh-huh. in the halls, you know, and we would, he was a Dennis the Menace. Dennis the Menace was the arcade on Western. Okay. For those of you in Chicago. And he would come all the time. I mean, we would, we would, you know, yeah. hang out. Yeah. Your pinball buddy. Yeah. He was obsessed with his pinball machine and it wasn't. Just because the flipper action. Yeah. I mean, he was. Yeah. And granted, we were right. 17. His flipper action was obscene. <laughs> right. So, and granted, this is, you know, we're 16. So, like, an egg carton aroused us. So, right. You know. Yeah, right. Exactly. But a he, strong breeze. So, he really, really was just infatuated with this pinball machine. Uh-huh. And he would actually, he named one of the Oh, my women. God. No, it gets worse. He named one of the women. And he would, and he would like, hey, let's go see. I don't know what the name is. Let's Barbie. Go see, yeah, let's go see Lorraine after school okay while i was next to him once with somebody else was playing the game he goes to me he goes you think she likes sports <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> so, wow. So he was living in this odd wow. alternate reality where it could have been worse he <laughs> yeah, could have right. been in a target right that's something to keep in mind so i would not have at all been surprised if you would have heard if we would have heard on the news that some kid <laughs> broke into he has since there. moved to florida well he well he is in florida and he's actually a uh, state representative is he no he's <laughs> not <laughs> Jeez, i almost bought that that's matt name, gates his name is matt gates <laughs> yeah. all right time for another feature a random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. Yeah, so, do you, yeah, do you, what do you think her interests are? <laughs> God, that's so gross. Uh, so uh, this is the part of the show where we uh, have uh, a little celebrity story. And, and I, you know, I'm, I, I'm stretching the definition of celebrity this mm-hmm. week with Pat Brickhouse. But here's the... Uh, the DM I got on Facebook from Jim. Sad news. <clears throat> sad news about Pat Brickhouse. Saw your post with a video of Pat talking about Jack. I posted a video mm-hmm. on my Facebook page. You said you hung out with her a bunch of times. Any stories? Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't put the stories on Facebook because, uh, you know, they weren't maybe the most flattering uh, uh, stories. Uh, Pat Brickhouse was um, a character. Uh-huh. You know, she was an old school press agent yeah, like right. that's what she that was her career you know like back in back, mad men but yes right, right, right. yes back in those days and she was a ball buster yeah, yeah. and you know she, and she, she was a tough broad she was a tough broad and she had to be in those days yeah. uh, you know no a woman ser- right no one would take her seriously right. right right anyway so she ended up marrying jack right. brickhouse and you know they had a long marriage and he died and then pat took over the the preserving of of jack's memory <laughs> you were gonna and, say preserving of jack's body no, i thought no. you were gonna say no but she's the one that got the cubs to put the hey hey right. on the on the foul pole mm-hmm. but then harry Carey died and harry got a oh, statue right. yeah, yeah. and and she's like what the where's hell my, so right, so like red buttons where's my statue right. right so she got the statue of jack brickhouse which was then put in front of wgn mm-hmm radio 
which I think has been moved. I'm not sure if it's, it's, it's probably because it's now condos, right? Yeah. But anyway, we were starting our website, Just One Bad Century, and so I contacted her and, and I met with her and we filmed a bunch of videos together and that's one of the ones mm-hmm. that I put on my Facebook page. But then um, Pat uh, Colander from mm-hmm. Shore Magazine saw one of these videos and said, I want you to have a night on the town with Pat Brickhouse where she takes you to all of her restaurants that she goes to and write a story mm-hmm. for our uh, magazine. So Bridget and I went with Pat and we went to all of these old school uh, restaurants. You know, most of them are gone now. now. Gone now yeah. um, but Pat w- would walk in and it would be Everybody like red it. carpet, right, yeah, you know, yeah. and she'd get the best table and, and she wouldn't let us order. You know, what you're going to have is the right. scallops and what you're going to have. And then if, if something didn't come immediately and this one restaurant, I won't mention the restaurant, was near the Hancock building. Uh, the, the food was taking too long. Pat said, hang on a second. Come with me. And she brought us into the kitchen. Oh, man. And she's berated the chef to his face in the kitchen. Like, we're waiting out there. Do you understand? He's writing an article about this about this restaurant. And if you don't come out there with that food, you're going to get a bad review. Do you understand? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We'll get it right out there. That is the real Pat the, the only time... I she did she she came to some event. I mean, I've met her. I've met her. Yeah, she yeah. was at. I think she was at Randy's uh, book signing. Yeah, uh, um, for uh, for uh, Cub Sessions. Right. She's got a chapter in that book. Yeah, she was a like you said. She was a, a firecracker. Right, right. A a hard note. And this was she was up there. I mean, yeah, she, she in was. her nineties. Uh, she was. Yeah, I think in her late eighties. Yeah, but uh, she. You know, she. I don't want to say so, she wasn't a nice lady, but she was fun to be around and and she really well it's old was, chicago i mean it's you know it's it was like hanging out with cup yeah right. you know the irv cups right, in it right. the old uh yeah you want to meet yeah. maury amsterdam right you she know was telling us like at ricky's yeah. <laughs> right exactly did i tell you about the time i met georgie jessel you know <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> you know and i love i could hear those yeah. stories all day long didn't she wasn't she gonna do a book with us she was yeah uh, I, that, I don't think that's gonna happen <laughs> but she she passed away last week and you know our thoughts and prayers go uh-huh. to the family but uh she was one of a kind mm-hmm. and uh and she will definitely be missed yeah. um so if you want to follow along with 40 years of rick and dave there's more than one way to do it you can go to my my blog rickkemper.blogspot.com we've been featuring all sorts of our stuff, stuff from the from decades the and decades and decades <laughs> if you want to contact us you can follow us on twitter at minutia men or you can email us at minutia men podcast at gmail.com hey do you think this instagram thing is going to take off because yeah i think we, we think we should get an it yeah we should probably account. get an instagram because our myspace yeah. is just not <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not just not working. working yeah you can also check out our publishing company eckhart's press e-c-k-h-a-r-t-z press.com got a book in you yeah good oh you like that that was madman esque yeah, very feel free you know who taught me how to do that me no pat brickhouse oh. uh special thanks to our executive producer tony lasana with opishows.com opi is hippo backwards o-p-p-i-h shows.com we're distributed by ed silla with radio misfits great talk radio isn't dead it just moved to a better place radio misfits Dot com, and we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode the of Man. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. 
Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? What do you get when you hear a celebrity minutia man interview, Dave? Rick, think of Dan Rather and Bill Maher having a kid. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. So you'll get minutia. Right. What does a Damone from Fast Times and Ridgemont High really think about the movie? Only right. one place to find out, and that's Celebrity Minutia Men Interview, a Tony Lasano podcast. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits.